Tales from the Void Beyond presents The Toothache Box, written and read by Alex Burton. Chapter 2 Ven Grammock, a tall, thin man in his twenties, looked at the street from the shadows. He pulled out the slip of creased paper from his pocket, rereading the scribbled words. Beggar's Relief, 10 p.m. Ben looked at the tavern across the way and a few buildings to the right. He had learnt the hard way to never approach a meeting point directly. He idly ran his fingers down the scar on his right cheek. To the left was the harbour and the docks of the city. The din of loading and unloading of cargo adding to the sound of revelry around him. The street was noisy, filled with patrons spilling out of the row of taverns that made up the, this infamous part of the harbour city of Port Squen. Brewer's Lane. An aptly named street of breweries, each with a tavern on the street, and its own brand of ales, beers and spirits, and its own clientele group. Each brewery a stone's throw from the docks and the lands the ships came from. Most were common folk, tradesmen and the like. One in particular had a high number of town guard, the last watch. This was found further along the street, deeper into the city. The taverns found closer to the dock were frequented by those that live on the sea, sailors, merchants, the occasional pirate. The beggar's relief was on the cusp of those establishments favoured by the salted men, as the land living often referred to them. It was the beginning of the stretch. A row of taverns and buildings where all manner of business could be done, deals, trades and negotiations, both legal and not so much, were done here. The dockside market offices filled the spaces between the inns and taverns. Here it was best not to ask too many questions about the work others were involved in. It could have consequences. Ben left the shadows and crossed over the cobbled road, darting between the night traffic of carts and wagons as they shifted goods to and from the moored ships. He made his way towards his destination, deftly avoiding the vomit splats and the urine streams that ran down the road's edge, heading towards the sea. Suddenly, a man flew through the air before him, bursting from a door and over the crowd in the street. Ben stopped as he watched the burly bald man slam into the river of filth, his thick muscular arms tensing as he quickly rose to his feet, standing a clear foot over Ben blood flowing freely from a smashed nose, his gappy teeth gritted. Ben wondered what would have wounded the monster of a man. Then the question was answered. A female orc stepped from the parting crowd. Ben's jaw dropped as she picked up the bald man, one hand around his neck, the other between his legs. The grappled man yelped helplessly as he was lifted into the air his wild punches hitting harmlessly against the orc's muscular arms. No means no. And with that said, the man was tossed into the night like a bucket of slop. Ben didn't see him land as he sailed over a passing cart, but it would have been a hard one. That was for certain. The orc turned and headed back to the crowd that was now cheering at the entertainment. As she passed Ben, his mouth still gaping, she looked down at him and gave him a little wink. His mouth slammed shut. She chuckled as she was joined arm in arm by a human female, then disappearing into the mass from which she appeared. Ben shook his head, an amused half-smile curling his mouth. 
This place will never be dull, he muttered to himself. He casually checked over his shoulder as he approached his destination. No one paid any attention to him, as far as he could tell. So he entered. Ben let the worn wooden door close behind him. He scanned the room before him, a proverbial bounty of races, a half-dozen goblins in the far corner playing some sort of dice game, very loudly and argumentatively. An armoured human female with long auburn hair, tied up in a loose bun, leaned against the fireplace, sipping from a large cup while nonchalantly poking at the flames with a poker. Most likely trying to ignore the dwarven gentleman beside her, no doubt attempting to impress the pretty woman with an elaborate tale of gold and adventure. A lazy thump close to his right made him start a little. An orc had passed out on a small table by the door, the remains of his drink spilling to the sawdusted floor. In the centre of the room was a large round table, surrounded by patrons playing a card game. Ben casually approached the bar to his left. It was more of a long table than bar, a dark red material draped over its length. Ben figured it was a plush velvet, but now it was bald and stained with a life of spills and sprays, much like the barman. What can I get you? The man said as a small amount of spittle cascaded from the corner of his mouth to the tip of his unshaven chin. Ben did his best to hide his disgust as he noticed a badly healed slice lengthening the barman's mouth an extra inch into his cheek, making it impossible to fully close his mouth. Oh, just a house ale, thanks. The barman turned and shuffled to the barrels that filled the wall behind him. Ben turned to the centre table and watched the card game. In the distance, the town clock began to strike ten. On the tenth strike, a man rose from the table. I need a drink, boys, the man said gruffly. But it's your deal! A man with a beautifully crafted dark moustache exclaimed, his voice thick with an accent. The man ignored the complainer and headed to the bar. He immediately made eye contact with Ben, with his one good eye, the other covered with a black leather patch, a cord tight around the weathered skin of his head. The man came close to Ben at the bar and leaned towards the returning barman, who placed Ben's drink down. Ben could feel the nerves build in the pit of his stomach. Two copper! The barman said abruptly. Uh, thanks, uh, Ben replied, fishing for the coins in a pond of loose change in his hand. Same again, Jonah, the eye-patched man boomed, then turned to Ben. So, you were successful? Uh, yes, sir, Ben replied hesitantly. You have the item, then? Uh, I do, the lad stammered as he began to lift the item for exchange from the safety of his coat. The eyepatch man gestured to Holt. Not here, boy. The man glanced over his shoulder. There be enemies everywhere. Ben followed his gaze, but did not see anyone looking at them. But he wasn't going to argue. This man was more than a little intimidating. You ever seen the workings of a brewery, boy? The eyepatch man said, grabbing the lad by the elbow. The grip was vice-like, the large hand reaching around Ven's thin arm. Uh, no, sir. Ven didn't resist. Taking the boy on a tour, Jonah. Jonah, the barman, waved dismissively at them, concentrating on wiping away his continual drool. The patched man led Ven through a door at the back of the room and into the brewery beyond. Ven was smashed in the face with the heat and smoke of the many stills and machines. A few men worked away, stirring the vats or measuring the secret ingredients 
As the man maneuvered Fen to a corner, his eye grew wide with anticipation. Don't keep me waiting, boy. The larger man was making no attempt to hide his excitement. Let's see it. Ben began to remove the item, then paused, his hands still within his coat. Uh, You have the money, Ben swallowed as he spoke, his voice suddenly very dry. I got your money, son. A weighty coin purse appeared and was casually tossed in the grinning one-eyed man's large hand. You've never done this before, have you? Uh, Of course I have, he said unconvincingly. (laughs) A huff of laughter made him swallow again. Ben finally pulled the crumpled envelope out into the light. The one good eye widened, snatched the envelope and deposited the purse in the young man's hand, all without taking his eye off the envelope. Ben checked the contents of the coin purse. It was his turn to widen his eyes. So much gold. All this for an envelope? Ben said amazed. The belly laugh filled the room, causing the brewery workers to look over. It's what's in it, boy, the man said, trying to catch his breath. This envelope you stole contains... Contains information that's not for your eyes, Bismarck. A voice from behind them caused them both to turn. Or should that be I? The two men turned to see a man leaning against a still on the far side of the room. His gleaming armour mirrored his surroundings, while a long dark green cloak flowing to the stones of the floor concealed any weaponry upon the figure's person. A wry smile shining through a well-kept beard. Captain Redway, Bismarck spat through gritted teeth. So they said the wolf himself. Ben was now quite confused. I'm, I'm sorry, are we getting robbed? The young man said to the eye-patch-wearing Bismarck. In a manner, boy. Captain Griffin Redway, the king's man. He hunts, finds and destroys those the king deems unfit for this mortal coil. Redway straightened from his casual lean, a frown appearing on his brow. No, Redway scolded as he stepped towards them. Just those that break the law. Bismarck began to back away from the approaching Redway, each armoured boot clanging on the flagstones. Is it against the law to want a taste of the good life? A treacherous grin slowly spread across Bismarck's grimy, scarred face. A slight shake of the wrist and a small whistle fell from the depths of a sleeve into the criminal's hand. Ven, not sure what to do, put his hands in the air. I don't know what's in the envelope, the young man exclaimed. Don't waste your breath, boy. He's a soldier of law, Bismarck spat. They only understand one thing. With that, he raised the whistle to his cracked lips and blew. The blast was deafening within the large brewery. The workers looked over, confused as to what was going on. Redway stopped dead and turned towards the large loading bay door behind him. He could hear the commotion beyond, multiple feet quickly approaching then a hushed exchange. Redway calmly shook his head while drawing his greatsword. Like this is going to make a difference, he said, turning towards the door. A few hired mercs, the door burst open, slamming against the walls either side. One door's aging hinge giving way and leaving it hanging. The workers who had been watching with interest as the scene unfolded made their leave by any available exit as ten men and women entered a mixture of human, orc and elf, all brandishing swords or axes or battle hammers. They formed a line in front of Redway, but it was not them that concerned him the most. I'm buying the tour, Ven shouted in shock 
and ran to the nearest barrel. Crush this nosy canned man, Bismarck screamed. The mighty horned beast roared in anger, the sound filling the brewery. It lowered its head and charged towards Redway. He braced himself, sword held ready, teeth clenched. When you're ready, guys, he muttered under his breath. 